Gentlemen, I call this meeting of the Pickwick Papers editorial board to order. No one can understand you with that old pipe in your mouth, Joe. Then trade and let me have the top hat. No! Mr. Secretary, are you recording the minutes? Yes, it's on. <clears throat> I'll transcribe it later. You don't have to do that, honey. Someone has to. But not really. Well, it's not very official if no one's recording the minutes. And this really is an important meeting, gentlemen. Now, let me see your submissions for this month's Pickwick paper. Marmy said she could print it at work, and I want to send it off to Dad soon. Ugh, can't we just email it? That's a poor substitute for the subtle majesty of the printed word, Mr. Treasurer. Are you secretly Amish or something? I know you write in that dirty old notebook to avoid distractions, but Dad's like in a desert somewhere. So all the more reason to give this edition of the paper some extra effort. Thank you for your support, Mr. President. You're quite welcome, Mr. Editor, sir. I submit for the approval of the board. Meg, your bow tie fell off. Who's Meg? Um... <clears throat> Mr. President, your clip-on tie, sir. Thank you. My submission this month is an article on child development. Ooh la la. Elaborate. Okay, it's a list of funny things my charges said at work. Dad'll love that. In it goes. Can I have a turn with the gavel? You're in charge of the money. There's never any money. Mr. Secretary, I'd like to see your contribution to our humble periodical. I actually made two articles this month. Oh, ho, ho. somebody's angling for a raise. We don't have the budget for that, sir. Tell on, Mr. Secretary. Well, I couldn't really decide. I took pictures of all the flowers and fruits and vegetables growing in our garden and labeled them with trivia facts. So that's these few pages here. Oh, Beth, they're beautiful. And then I have these pages here. Whoa, I thought I was the family writer. Beth, that might be the longest article we've ever had in the Pickwick paper. I've been doing a lot of reading about the plight of parents and children trying to cross the border and the cruelty of family separation. And once I started trying to summarize all the news and how I felt about it for Dad, I just couldn't stop. I feel so powerless to help, but the words came pouring out of me. I'm sure Dad will be really moved. This sort of thing is just what he wants to read up on while he's away. You should show it to Marmy. She'll be proud. It's not a big deal. It's front page stuff for sure. Hand it over. I was going to put in one of my short stories. Probably better keep it far away from Beth's cover story, though, to be tasteful. It's not bloodbath, is it? Just make sure you put the flower pictures in between them. I didn't have time to write anything. My new tutor assigns too much homework. Excuse me for single-handedly making sure you don't fail your final year of high school. Gentlemen? This is the part where I ask if there's any new business. Mr. President. I don't have any. Mr. Treasurer. Obviously not. Mr. Secretary, your new business is an assignment. As editor of this esteemed paper, I'm placing you in charge of our political news and commentary. Thank you, Mr. Editor. However, it wasn't my intention to be political. This is an issue we should all be extremely worried about. It's really more of a human rights concern. If you want to write about human rights concerns, I have a bruise on my hand I'd love to be interviewed about. 
since certain members of this editorial board seem to have forgotten all about it. Amy, I have some new business myself. Where did that come from? Did you finally find a ghost up here? Oh, it's not funny, Joe. I'm sorry. We wanted to surprise you. I'm sorry. Don't blame Lori. It was my idea. What was he doing hiding in the closet? Has he been there the whole time? Yes. How else would we pull it off? Joe March, you are a traitor. Do I offend you, Miss Amy? Look, it's nothing personal. You seem like a nice guy, based purely on my extensive stalking of your entire social media presence, but... This attic is like our spot, our clubhouse. It's where we bear our souls and share our most appalling secrets. I solemnly swear. Then put your hand over your heart. Aye, aye. I solemnly swear to never reveal anything you tell me in confidence, here in the attic or anywhere. Come on, Amy. Look at that lonely puppy dog face. We always wanted a brother of our own. I really am sorry if I made you feel tricked. I don't feel deceived. I'm just embarrassed. Why? I think it's cool that you have your own newspaper. Yep, nothing cooler than a family newsletter named after a Charles Dickens novel. I brought a present that might ease the blow. Amy, you do the honors. It's... What is it? (laughs) You don't recognize it? It's our house. A wooden model of our house. Pull on the roof. Huh. It comes off. It's a mailbox. We can put it in the hedge and leave things for each other. It's darling. It looks like one of those Victorian dollhouses. Ooh. There's something inside. Sheet music for Beth. Oh, thank you. This will be an interesting challenge. You can handle it. That tin of colored pencils is for you, Amy. Joe showed me your art account. That stuff is great. Thank you. What's in the envelope? It's for me and Meg. (gasps) Excellent! Tickets? Jenny Lewis tickets? For her concert tomorrow night? What? I love her. Yeah, Brooke and I scooped them up last minute. I'm sorry I couldn't get enough for everybody. It's fine. It'll be fun to go out for once. It's true. We don't make it out much. I like Jenny Lewis, too. Who's Brooke? My grandfather's assistant. We're bringing a chaperone? No, no, no. He's close to Meg's age. I consider him a friend. Are there any tickets left? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just check online. No, you won't. Says who? Says me. You haven't finished section 7.3 in your Algebra 2 book like I assigned you, and you haven't even made a dent in your Hamlet essay. That's not true. Writing Oedipal Complex? Question mark? On a piece of loose-leaf paper and calling it an outline? Doesn't count. Lori, I'll uh, walk you out. So, what time should we be ready to go? I was thinking I'd pick you up around six. Don't be rude to our guest. I thought he was supposed to be like a brother. You know what I mean, smart mouth. Just because you're in charge of my schoolwork doesn't mean you're in charge of my life. You weren't invited and you're not coming with us. No one wants a high school kid tagging along on a night out. I know you're used to getting your own way all the time, but you're going to have to deal with it. You will be sorry you said that, Joe March. Just you wait. You will be sorry. Woohoo! That was awesome! It was a great concert. I'm glad we stayed for the encore. Get in my selfie video. It's too dark to see anything with the camera. (gasps) 
Look at that huge snow pile, Daddy. I want to climb it. Joe, it's late. It's time to go home. Race you to the top? I'm going to push you off when I get there. Meg, take my phone. Joe. So. So. Does she do that sort of thing a lot? Suddenly decide that she needs to prove herself with a wacky feat of strength? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What about Lori? Uh, I don't know him that well yet. We hang out when I have some downtime at work, but working for Mr. Lawrence, that doesn't happen a lot. I can imagine. Still, I've never seen this side of him. Your sister really brings it out in him. Oh, God, don't tell me that. No, no, I I meant it in a good way. I I like him much better in the company of you ladies than rattling around by himself in that eerie Lawrence mansion. It's much too big a house for only three people. You live with them? I have my own apartment over the garage. It's really fancy, though. Mr. Lawrence calls it the guest house. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a rich person thing, all right. The house where you ladies live looks much cozier. You keep calling us ladies, but you know we're not. What? You don't have to pretend to be impressed by us. I know you're just being polite, and I appreciate it, but your employer's never exactly made his disapproval of my family's lifestyle a secret. I don't know a lot about the situation. Please don't lie. I'm not mad. Neighbors have been whispering about Dad quote-unquote squandering the family fortune since I was very little. I'm used to it. I'd rather just have it all out in the open. Mr. Lawrence isn't such a bad guy. I believe you. But ever since the Christmas dinner thing, I can't look him in the eye when we pass each other outside. He must think that we're completely helpless. I'm ashamed that he would think that we can't provide for ourselves, especially since Joe and I are both working. It wasn't like that, I promise. It was just a Christmas surprise from one family to another. And it was Lori's idea. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to jump down your throat like that. I'm not usually so defensive. Oh, you don't need to apologize. Yeah, I grew up without money, too. Do you really think a rich kid like Lori would ever settle for a guest room over his boss's garage? I guess not. Don't get the wrong idea. I do like working for Mr. Lawrence just fine, but sometimes I feel like one of the servants from Downton Abbey. I know what you mean. I'm a nanny for the family of one of my super wealthy former classmates. (laughs) What's that like? Emotional. For her, I think I take more care of her than I do of her younger siblings. What do you like to do in your spare time? (laughs) Um, what spare time? (laughs) Between work and housework and my schoolwork, there isn't any. You're taking classes? I'm close to getting my degree in elementary ed. So you like taking care of kids? I don't know. I guess I've been doing it ever since I can remember. Out of necessity. First came my three little sisters, and then I started babysitting in order to have pocket change. I guess one thing just led to the next. Does that make me sound boring? No, no, not at all. When we uh, were younger and had spare time, Joe used to write plays for us to perform. She always gave me the lead role. Maybe that was just to spite Amy. (laughs) I really loved doing that. I think maybe I was even kind of good at it. I tell myself that standing up in front of a class of kids every day is like a performance in and of itself. You should put something on this summer. Lori and I would love to be your audience. (laughs) Audience? Oh, Joe would definitely Shanghai you for the cast. (laughs) Amy's so fed up with playing the boy roles that she's taken to pretending to swoon and faint on stage. They're heading back now. Oh, they're so far off. Yeah, I really went for it, huh? I think Joe's video is still recording. I didn't even notice. 
I am so bad with technology. We all are. We didn't have the devices to practice on growing up. And I want to get better at it so that I can send more to our dad. <laughs> uh, hi, Captain March, sir. I wonder if he likes being called Captain March. <laughs> oh. Oh, M Meg, don't cry. I was being silly. Uh, no, it's not you. Um, here. Lean in. We might as well put a bit of a selfie in this selfie video. Are you sure? Yes. It's certainly more interesting than a video of the snowy ground. Lean in a bit closer. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Dad. We just got back from the Jenny Lewis concert, and it was amazing. Indeed. This is my new friend, Brooke. Please, call me John. Okay. John. What are you doing? You're finally back! Why are you standing so close to him? Give me back my phone. Sit down. I was just about to send Dad a message. All right, but let's make it a quick one. It's late and I'm tired. Hey, sorry to interrupt. Have you seen my notebook? No. No, I haven't seen it in here tonight. Okay, thanks. Wait, Joe! Yeah? Have you seen one of my dark purple gloves? I can only find one, but I know that I had them both when we left the concert. No, I don't know. We can look around in the snow tomorrow when it's light out. I guess it doesn't really matter. It was fun to go somewhere besides home or work for the first time in a long time. No offense. None taken. A crowded concert is my idea of hell. No offense. Maybe you lost the glove when you stopped to throw snowballs. I did no such thing. That was all Joe and Lori. I was chatting with John Brooke, who was a perfect gentleman. He looks so grown up in those suits he wears for work. I was surprised to learn he's the same age as you. I guess it's no different than when people see me out and about with the King kids and think I'm a mom. I looked everywhere and I can't find it. The glove? My notebook, pay attention. It's been a long night, Joe. We would have gotten back sooner if someone hadn't stopped for Snowbank King of the Hill. Joe, Marmy just got home. Ask her. I haven't seen her. Marmy said she had to work late tonight invoicing donations. I didn't think she'd be home yet. Mm hmm. But there's smoke coming out of the chimney. Usually Marmy lights it when she gets back. Weird. I'll check. I really do hope I find that glove, though. Purple is your signature color. I was thinking about how nice it will be when... No! What happened? I'll kill you! I'll kill you! I'll kill you! Meg, help me! You're dead! Help! How could you? <laughs> what happened? She burned my notebook! My entire notebook! <laughs> Years and years of work gone, and I could never get it back. Stop hitting. I'm sorry, Ow. Joe. I hate you. You're dead to me. I will never forgive you. I'm sorry, Joe. I don't care if you're sorry. Please don't send that to Dad. Little Women, a modern audio drama, is written by Shannon Camp, based on the novel by Louisa May Alcott. It's co-produced by Sammy Campbell and Shannon Camp. Our director is Julia Rowhead Worthington, and our editor is Bex Carlos. Album artwork by Karen Mooney. Original theme by Surrey Music. Find us online at littlewomenpodcast.com.